All right, welcome in to Georgia Bama Coaches. This is our second podcast. I'm hosting tonight, JT. With me is Solomon, Big Solo, Morris, Mr. Lem. Welcome in, guys. What's going on? What's up? I'm sleepy. This guy. (laughs) Okay. All right. So energy's not coming from that guy tonight. All right, so last week we talked about basketball. We talked about who we believe are the top five guys in the league. This week we're going to change gears, going to talk about a real sport, football. We're going to talk Yay, about CTE Central. We all, wow, okay. So even the best college team could never beat the worst NFL team. But if they could, who would it be? And why? Pick the specific year teams uh, and discuss. Lamores, I guess you want to go ahead and jump in and start this one for us? Yeah. Um, Now, I'm going to give you my college. I have two options for college. Um, I have my favorite pick, which uh, I would say is a fan favorite. And then I wouldn't say a sleeper team, but the team that I believe would have the best players and the best makeup to beat a, a NFL team. Not necessarily the best college team, but, you know, they have the makeup. But uh, my personal choice um, would be the 01 Miami Hurricanes, of course, the U. Throw it up. For obvious reasons, that's basically a NFL team that they fielded. They had so many players um, drafted and go on to do, you know, great things in the NFL, you're looking at a team that their average margin of victory is 34 points per game. And that's at the time in an ACC that had, or in the Big East, I want to say that, uh, that that had some uh, decent teams in there. They played Penn State. They played Florida State. They played Nebraska. Uh, they played Washington. So they, they put up these scores against formidable opponents, and they had the roster that could, in theory, be the NFL team, even though it wouldn't happen. But in theory, it would work. Um, but the main reason I like them is their offensive line. They started five offensive linemen that were NFL ready. Uh, and you don't see that often in college football and of course you're looking at Andre Johnson and Kellen Winslow and uh, Jeremy Shockey so you have the receivers the offense is there Willis McGahey um, and then also on on the other side on defense you have the best safety to ever play the game of football in Ed Reed um, starting for yes yes I, I said it have your time I to talk. Say, I, didn't, I didn't just say stay over there. Said, that's, 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 that's fine. RIP. I, I think the biggest issue, of course, is their QB um, with Kim Dorsey. Don't really know uh, if he would be the best QB to to navigate uh, in a, against the NFL defense. Not to say he's bad, but, you know, I don't think he's an NFL QB. But in general – the U, that's that's my my favorite pick. And then if I were to go and pick the team that probably would beat an NFL team uh, on a good day, the 72 USC Trojans. Um, wow, okay, going back. Yeah. The main thing I see with them is they had a running offense that could compete in the NFL. Um, and the, everyone knew that they were running. That's that's the biggest thing. Uh, they have an offensive line, of course. I think line play is what distinguishes these teams that would make them prepare for an NFL team. Not, 72 Trojans is, is a good, I wouldn't say sleeper pick, but I think that they have the shot at doing it. But I don't... Okay, and then do you have your NFL team that you think you would, would bet on losing this game? Uh, I can see the Falcons right now losing one of these uh, games, but 
that's that's none of my business. Hey, don't be a prisoner of the moment, my man. That's none don't of my be a business. prisoner of the moment. And that's coming from a Falcons fan. Oh god. But, uh, hey, record this, bro. He'll never say that again. He'll never that's say there? that again. He'll never <laughs> say that again. But in terms of worst NFL teams uh to ever play, I the Lions from back uh, when was it? When they went winless. 2008. That's 2008. I, I would give them. They're up there. Uh, I don't know who else off the top of my head. I'm not sure who else would. But the Lions are up there. I would throw. Who else had some pretty terrible seasons? You, know, you got the Cleveland Browns at 1-15 and 0-16. And and but you Cleveland got. Uh, I don't think Cleveland's as bad as. Uh, dog. As, when, as you, ba- when you look they have at bad when, management, now they ain't got bad management, dog. We ain't talking about uh, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns this year. Uh, uh, what's his name? You know, no. we talking about like when they went, yeah. like you know, Johnny yeah, Manziel 20, was the court. Yeah, like they was twenty seventeen. Yeah, crazy. but like we're, look, we could we could argue that the the environment inside of the Browns organization is a very toxic place. Much like the New York Knicks environment is a very toxic place because both of those teams, they have more talent than their win show, but it's because of the environment they're in. So you, so I, I see where you're going with that, Lamar. So I understand you saying that you can't really pick that because they do have talent on the team. I mean, they had two, two A-plus receivers on the team this year, and they couldn't get out of their own way. Yeah, what he said. Smart man over there. But, yeah, uh, honestly – Miami, but you know, I could see USC going in there on a good day. Okay. All right, Solomon, we give you enough time to to, to come up with a random answer for us on this one. Ain't no random answers. Um, shouts out to Ed Reed, um, 1A. Sean Taylor will forever be the best safety in the game. <laughs> now that we got that out of nope. the way, no yes. disrespect to Sean nope. Taylor, but. No disrespect. Coincidentally, they were both on the same team. Yeah, but we you know. know. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> exactly. We know. We know what what could have been. Um, worst team, uh, ever in in my opinion. My opinion. Uh, give me that one in fifteen Browns team. Uh, hands down. Uh, they were poor from the quarterback position, and their offense was very very stagnant. We're talking about averages under. Like what is that? I think it's like three point two yards a carry, on you know on average, um, they well, basically they sucked. And as everybody knows, I'm a Bama boy through and through. Uh, the yeah, we yeah, this was coming. Don't worry. The, get to honest, it. I I like the best dynasty football dynasty of all mankind. Um, and we can argue about that seven team national titles. Thank the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, we're not talking about the entire uh, resume. Excuse me. Excuse we're talking me, about one me. year. Excuse one me. year, it's sir. It's my turn. It's my turn. It's my turn. Thank you. My turn. Hurry up and say 2009. You already know you're going to say 2009. Well, how did you know? Yes, 2009 is the, by far the most complete and most dominant team uh, ever assembled in college football. Um, uh, you got two of the the best running back college running backs uh, of all time, and Mark Ingram. And, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, the uh, the only backfield to ever rival Mark Ingram and Trent Richardson would be Reggie Bush and um somebody help me out with his name. Well, it was Richard Bush. I don't know who you, where you're going yes. with this. Who, the, the, the other best running back duo in college football, the original Flash and Lightning, was the USC team with Reggie Bush. And who was the, the, the power running back with Reggie Bush? What's his name? Nobody knows. And y'all supposed to be football aficionados. I'm hurt. But that in like that backcourt. Jason McAllister. Thank you. That backfield probably would be. I didn't care about USC. Yeah. I, they were just the devil to me back. Yeah, because the they so they tore Notre Dame from butthole to butthole. First of all, no, no, 
They were they were true rivals. They toured none. Unlike Alabama and Auburn they, for a lot of hey, years. All I got to say is that Alabama beat Notre Dame in the national championship by 50 plus points. That that and makes it, Yeah, it, because it, they weren't that good. Georgia would have made it to that uh championship. They would have beaten uh Notre Dame by 50. Yes, they would have. I just like to. I'll admit, Notre Dame was not that good that year. Okay, or in a year, Notre Dame, Dame was just got lucky. Or in a year outside of, okay, outside of like the forties, fifties. No, we we'll give them the seventies and the eighties. Okay, we'll okay, the 80s. we we getting off topic now, fellas. We getting off topic yeah. now. Let's, okay, one more. One, let's get one back more, to the conversation at hand. We'll let it go. One more token. We'll let it go. Their championship chances exist just as much as Matt Tateo's girlfriend. <laughs> And that's all the time we have for today, folks. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh man! But continue with your list. Tell us, tell us why. But yes, okay, you're so wrong. But okay, I'm not wrong. But if you can, if you look at it, like Lamar is the only questionable, questionable um, position that you have on that team is the quarterback and Greg uh, McElroy. But if we're not, if we're being completely honest, McElroy, McElroy how do you not know how to pronounce your own quarterback name? Because he was trash. Name? Like, come on now. Like, he was just there. Like, A.J. McCarron should have been the starting quarterback, but he let Greg be the quarterback, if we're being completely honest. A.J. McCarron should have been the starting quarterback nine times out of ten, but we're not going to go into that, even though that's the guy down the street. It's well documented. Look it up. He actually taught Greg the playbook so that he would be the starting quarterback and through a lot of competitions so the senior would be able to play. But just look at the look at the receiver. Top-notch receiver, probably the best receiver in NFL History, in my opinion, will go down as the best wide receiver in Julio Jones. Um, got the backfield. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, What do you mean that's old? I said bold. That's that's bold. Okay, I'm telling you, just look at his numbers. I could care less. Jerry Rice had a Hall of Fame quarterback. Julio Jones don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has Matt Ryan. God bless us. Oh, we ain't gonna get into that. But then you go to the most dominant part of that team, which is like I, I would say is their defense, because we all knew that Alabama's defense that year was, you know, top notch. Do I have any arguments in that category? No. But what, they've always had strong defenses. That's, yeah. No, but they, what I mean, they, was, go ahead. What I will say, their team is good. But if you look at that Alabama team, I don't think they're all-time great. And the mm. reason I say that, um, and Being don't get serious. me wrong, they're, 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 they're a great team. Um, but when they played against tough competition, it's not like they were head and shoulders above these teams. Like, Yeah, because they, this was the- – And to argue against that, they weren't built as a team that could run away from, from somebody Exactly. Else. They we're were not talking of- – they were, they were the old school – Run the clock out and and just break break you down. It was not what it is today, where they could drop fifty points and a half and not even think about well, it. That's and true. I think they, that that's where but, and that's where we've gone wrong with football in college in general is the fact that it's like you getting away from the ground and pound because everybody wants to see forty, fifty, you know, thirty point games instead the, of being. Here's the you thing, know, though. At at the same the time, at the same time, I understand the times they were ground and pound i should know that i'm a georgia fan that's what we do and we still do that up until this past off season unfortunately but um like you're you're going up against a tennessee team and you win 12 10 or you're going up against well auburn is a rivalry so i'll 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 cancel that out but you're going up against South Carolina and you're only winning 20 to six. You're talking about things. You're talking about when the SEC all around was still pretty good. We're not talking about now where it's a two man race, where in the West it's LSU and Alabama and out East it's Georgia and a a bunch of freaking bums. Like let's be honest back then the SEC was starting to rival the PAC 12. Like for the most dominant for the most dominant uh, uh, sport or not sport but conference out there, you know what I'm saying? So, but here's we're we're trying to debate one of the top teams or 
I don't know if you're you're hinting at this is the top team in a or a college team ever that has the chance of being the NFL team. In order to do that, I feel like you need to be able to dominate the college ranks. And not to say that Alabama didn't get the job done because they went undefeated. No, no doubt. They went undefeated and they got the job done. But I don't see them dominating in the college ranks. So what makes me think that they could go from the college ranks and do well against an NFL team? Uh, because over, I want to say, you got about 15 to 17 of those guys that were on. And then out of that and 17, those... you still got some that are today. Uh, I like you probably are like everybody sold on that Miami Hurricanes team being, you know, one of the best teams ever assembled. I'm not arguing that. Uh, but like I said, at the end of the day, like the thing that got us mm-hmm. there, we're not talking about being able to outscore people. Alabama was not built to outscore people back then. Our defense was the thing that won us championships. That's by far. And I'm just telling you that if you put Miami's offense out there against Alabama's defense, I'm going to give it to Alabama's defense. Just like if you put Alabama's offense against Sean Taylor and Ed Reed in that defensive line that they had, what's going to happen? I mean, that's just the way that the game was played back then. But here's here's the thing, though. I I give you that, but at the same time, the Hurricanes, you weren't going to keep them out of the end zone. They were gonna. They were. Gonna, they were gonna score, and they. And when they scored, they could score fast. And if and if you let up, you know, if you screw up one or two times, all of a sudden you're down by fourteen, and then you can't come back when you're a running team like that. You you're not built to come back. That's why. That's why Georgia Tech could never come back in a football game when they were running the triple option because they just they when you get down that quick, you're not built but to come back. But y'all ignoring the fact that, like I said, we're we're talking about. Where the argument is, what team do you think can be the worst NFL team? Not the team that you think is the most equipped to they're gonna win to dominate. Okay, I'm telling you, in the NFL, listen. So okay, and then NFL offenses are the most complex bro, you could ever the, possibly find. The they're day, gonna bro, be a college defense. Of, bro, that, first, so, listen, no, because y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna just cut me off without me getting my words out. First of all, the scheme that you're running nowadays in Dagon College is basically the same. I mean, the most complex thing that we're seeing in the NFL defensive lies. But you're talking about a team from 11 years ago. 11 years ago because the Dagon coaches have not changed. Nick, Nick Saban's run, been running the same defense since he's been in Alabama, has he not? Right or wrong? I'll wait for one of y'all to cut me off. Is Nick Saban not running the exact same defenses that he's been running? He's the defensive guy. There is complexities to an NFL. You're acting like Alabama doesn't have those complexities. That's what you're not understanding. So what? They're not at the same level. They just aren't. You can't because you're dealing with a different level of athlete, different caliber of player. So different caliber of player. Yes, mentally it's a different. Nobody's ready to be the NFL team. Because I'm going to base mine off of deep. No. No, that's, that's, that's we said true. that from the beginning of this podcast. We're saying if somebody exactly. could, who would with, it be? I'm going but with. We're not saying that it would happen. The teams ever assemble. I don't care about offense. The Browns are not going to be able to score. They couldn't score against any freaking body. What, I don't understand what y'all are talking about. What's so daggone complex about the Browns' offensive scheme back then? They were trash. They couldn't even get off the line. You're telling me that I got the best DNs. I got two DNs. That went in the NFL draft. I got a D line that basically all went in, in, in the in the NFL draft. I, I, I'm just so surprised to realize how the Browns are going to break that line if they can't even break. Like, I, I would love to see some practice footage from them when they was back in the day, scrimmaging against the, the scout team. They can't even so, beat the scout team. How are they going to beat the dead gum, the national championship defense? So I have a question then for you. How is your O line going to stop an NFL offensive line? Oh my line? gosh! You're, we we look we we went up against Texas. They averaged what about three twenty on the O line. That's about an NFL average O line, right or wrong. I mean, y'all y'all the football gurus. So, I, thank you. So yes, we we competed yes, and we didn't yes, over, they, they didn't fold against Texas. Um, the last time I checked, the big boys are bred down south, is it not? Is the SEC not the best football conference in America? 
I'm I'm just I'm I, I'm no no so, no no I just so you no you're trying to inter- so, I'm just asking I'm, no, so look, I'm giving you I'm I'm giving you I'm giving you facts okay, give right me my now. facts give I'm me giving facts. you facts facts only one offensive lineman from your Alabama okay. team in 09 made it to okay. the NFL okay one you're not to say not to say that the other ones are bad but if you're going to pit up one out of five in terms of NFL caliber offensive linemen and expect them to stop defensive linemen in the NFL consistently so you could get your ground game running because that's what your bread and butter was, right? Okay. You're going to bet. Yes, on I'm that. definitely going to bet on that. Like so what you so what you why? so vicariously why? decided to neglect is that the reason why some of these people didn't go is because of a number of them were underclassmen. So that's a nice try. That's very good. But they never that, made it. That's, okay, that's, but that's, that's what that's I'm saying. Point. They Listen, never made we're it. not talking about, look, I'm not, we're we not psychic right now. We're putting that team from that particular point in time against the team, uh, against a certain point in time. I don't care about their careers past that point. I'm taking what we got right here as a team, and I'm using that, and then I'm going to put it up against the team in a, partic- in a particular uh, moment in time. If that's not what we're doing, then Solo, this you, argument you, has no way. Hold on. You just said uh, solo. You I, just I got one question for you, Solomon. One question here. What did RG3 do to defenses exactly. when he was in college? I, 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 and who was the quarterback for the 2016 Cleveland Browns? RG. Okay. Robert well, Griffin the third. Do this because first of all, I'm a I'm a I am a I'm a one of the biggest RG3 fans out there. So what we're no so so listen. Yes, that's why I, listen, that's why I've been throwing that out there. Yeah, this is what we're not going to do. We're not going to take Robert Griffin when he was in Cleveland and say that that was Robert Griffin when he was at his first year at Washington and when he was at Baylor. We're not going to do that. You're not going to do that to Robert Griffin. Not on this podcast. Robert Griffin was a Robert Griffin was so, a okay. dog. So, he was he wasn't the offensive rookie of the year for no reason, and he tore his knee up, and then after he tore his knee up. Then he became bad, but we're not gonna sit here and not talk about this man like he wasn't Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson was Lamar Jackson. That's what we're not gonna do. No, I'm just saying to you that RG3 did this stuff against college guys, and he's gonna go against college guys. And then we're gonna talk about the running backs that were on that that Cleveland Browns roster. We had Isaiah Crowell. Correct. And Duke Johnson. Okay, and, and here's what I'm here's what I, I understand what you're saying. And here's what I'm going to continue to hang my hat on. If you're giving me, we're not talking about Baylor RG3. We're not talking about Washington RG3. We're talking about Cleveland Browns RG3. That's not that's not Robert Griffin the third. That's a shell of Robert Griffin the third. I'm taking that matchup. You're talking about Duke Johnson. He was a very, very good running back when he was in college. We're not talking about – listen, listen. And who's he going against? He's going against college guys. First of all, that's not what we're talking about. Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. Duke Johnson, when he was in Miami and he was the focal point of the offense when he was at Miami, right or wrong? Was he the focal point? No, no. Was, he no, was the focal point. Focal yes, point in the Browns. That's why they freaking traded him. They're, you're not going to. No, you asked if he was a focal yes, point is. in Miami. That's my point. That's he what was, you asked. He, yes, he was a focal point there. Yes, right. Was he a focal point when he was on yes. the Browns? That's yes. all I'm asking. Was he a focal point on that during that season? No, he wasn't. What running back is a focal point in the NFL yeah. in this day and age? I, no, this day and age, none of them. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're talking about this day and age. We're talking about where we're putting up 50 and 60 points and you can get a decent running back in the fourth round of the NFL draft. That's what you're telling me. Yeah, so you can't use that as your argument, though, because that's not how the game is played t- in so these past saying, 10 so years. Listen, I'm about to catch you in a lot. So you're telling me right now in 2016 – that we that we that they weren't going towards more passing because if I want you just to, ch- that's exactly what I'm saying. You're asking if he was a focal point of he, nobody's no running back you, was a focal point of the just, offense just, for any team the for the past so, ten years. My point being is that why would you mention Duke Johnson being the focal point on a team that we're going to have to play against if we're, Duke Johnson's only going to get you know 10, 15 carries because. 
as a coach, you know, okay, running backs do well against college defenses. We're They're going against the college you. defense. No, I'm going to run the ball. We're not talking about coaches. You, you talking about coaches. You're talking about if we if we put smart people out there. We not we, that's not the argument. We if we're saying that, then they're going every they're going football team in every NFL team that we go up against is just going to run the ball. Okay, that's what we're going. That's what's going to happen. Once again, if we're going to keep this fair, we're going to have to make these teams play the way that they they were playing in that particular point in time. They're not going to change anything up. They're going to play exactly what they were playing. So that means Duke Johnson is going to get 15 carries. And you're telling me Duke Johnson is going to get 15 carries against Alabama's defense. I'm going to say that that the same First, defense I'm, that held. I'm I'm going to interject solo point of uh, clarity. Isaiah Crowell was the running back. Okay. Wow. Isaiah. And, and I, so you. I, I'm sorry. He almost rushed for a thousand yards. Ooh, he I'm, all. He, so he almost rushed out for a thousand yards. Almost. What was he? Almost. What did he average? What what was his I, you looking it up? What was his averages for the season? What what did he average per uh, carry? Give me give me one second. It doesn't matter. But give me a second. He averaged four point eight yards a carry. Four point eight. Yeah. That's nearly a first down every, okay. every two and so, handoffs. And he's okay, so he's averaging that. Okay. Now, since some no, no, hold on, wait, wait. So now now y'all add, got add in. I want I want somebody solo, to solo. go and look up since y'all got y'all computers. Go look up what, how many yards per carry that that defense allowed that season. And then we're going to take the average and we're going to see if they're going to try to run the ball down our throats. I just don't think it's going to happen. I, 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 I'm sorry. Like that defense is not going to, is not going to implode just because like he's running the ball. So then once we hold them up, they're right. going to have to throw the ball. Who are they going to throw the ball to? Who are the wide receivers on this team? Terrell Pryor. Ooh. That was the, the ex-quarterback, um, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes. he, he still caught for a thousand oh, yards. Oh my lord. That, we, that he year. caught for a thousand um, yards. He was who 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 was the other wide receiver? Whoever Corey Coleman. Hey, my, is that's my that's my point. But, that's my but point. hold on. Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah Crowell added three hundred of his own. Okay. So what you're telling me is, is that we're going into a game shutting down the – we have to shut down a running back. And no, no, but listen, that, but the, my, we, shutting, we have to shut down a running back is what you're telling me. That's basically what the stats are telling me. You're telling we, me that we got solo, to dedicate 11 no people to a running against back. against y'all's defense. Solo, solo, hear me out. I have no arguments against y'all's defense. Y'all's defense Thank was you. fire. No Thank arguments. You. What is that offense going to do when they go up against an NFL defense? Remorse. And I'm going to say they, the exact. I'm going to say the. I'm going to say the, the exact run. same thing. I'm going to say the exact same thing. My off. My defense is going to create my offense just like that 2019. They were the most high scoring defense in the college football that year. So you're gonna bank. No, I'm not banking pick on pick sixes and I'm scooping scores. I'm on my defense to get me decent field positioning and to play the game of football. So that means when they drive, if I get three and outs because freaking RG3 with a bum knee and I double-team Darrell Pryor and I stop a running back from getting 4.2 yards of freaking carry, if I hold them down and then they pump me the ball back, all I have to find a way to do is give Greg McElroy enough freaking time to throw the ball to Julio freaking Jones and for Mark Ingram, a I'm sorry, a current NFL running back, and then Trent Richardson, that if he could find a could see a freaking hole, a NFL running back that went in the first round. And all I'm gonna get them to do is run the freaking ball. Yeah, you so know, the blind not, man, okay, blind. got it. Get, give the ball okay, to the so blind man. So we're gonna start, talk like Mark Ingram wasn't a dog when he touched the football field. When okay. No, no, I'm not saying him. We all know Trent Richardson got two left eyes. And I meant that what I said. Not two left feet, he got two left eyes. He don't know which way is up. Okay, I don't know how that works. Exactly. All right, anyways, so, continue. At the end of the day, like, that's my main focal point argument is that, like, and you, JT, you can't even argue with that because that's all I hear out of your mouth every time we talk about football. The defense wins championships. Okay, I'm going with the most dominant defense known to – but we're not talking about championships, okay, so right? We're talking about one ain't, game. About defense ain't gonna win a game. game. You talking about? You telling me defense ain't gonna win the game? Freeze. You telling me? I'm you telling me defense I ain't gonna put, win. The game. 
JT, I, I would put it. Now, if your offense don't score no points, yeah, I, if your offense, it don't matter how many points you hold them to. If they, if your, if your offense can't score a point, JT, then it doesn't matter. Now, if we were to run, since y'all want to go on, on tensions and hypotheticals, you're telling me that if I could, if I build a scheme where I put, I run trips and I got a running back there and I got Greg McElroy as my quarterback. You're telling me that I couldn't run levels and quick slants against the Browns defense to Julio Jones and run sweep and run uh what's his name and trap until I could and I couldn't get yards against the Browns defense. So we only gotta focus on stopping Julio Jones and whatever running backs in the game. That's what you're That's saying. Pretty much what football comes down to. What I'm saying is that out one, one receiver. You're talking about one receiver. So, listen, are you, are you hearing me right now? So, what you're telling me right now is that who has more weapons? Who has more weapons? The 2009 Alabama Crimson Tide or the, that 1 in 15 Browns team? Just tell me who has more weapons. I honestly say it's a pretty even considering oh what you're going up against. Oh my god. The amount of weapons you have, now the caliber of weapons, yes, that goes to the 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 Alabama. But here's the thing. If I gotta stop one guy, I only gotta stop one guy. Mm. At the end of the day, it's one guy. Okay, so even a look, and I'm just gonna point this out before we continue. Even though, even though that they didn't make it, he didn't make it to the NFL. Uh, you still have Marquise Mays out there that had 31 receptions for 523 yards. He averaged 16.9 yards a catch. You also had Julio Jones. Obviously, we already know how much of a dog he is. Those two running back, I mean, he those two wide receivers combined for over 1,300 yards. And okay, so a solid single so receiver two, season. No, so a solid, but we're talking about one game though, right? We're not talking about yes. careers no more. We're talking about games. So I'm just giving you. You're the one that's bringing up careers. Just, you're I'm, the one bringing I'm, up. I'm, I'm, bring, I'm bringing up average. I'm just letting you know okay. that you're telling me you only got to stop one receiver. I'm telling you that's not the case. I, I'm going to let. Uh, what you say his name was? Marquise. Another guy? Yeah. I, I'm going to let him get his. Okay. At the end of the day, I'm going to stop you're, Julio. You're saying that based on what you know Julio is now. Nobody thought. No, we wonder who Julio was in college too. Julio was a dude. Okay, and who? Alabama was... always had that one dude receiving. And my thing is, Julio was only able to be a dude is because they had a good wide receiver tree, just like Alabama is today. You're acting like Henry. No, Williams. they had four guys that went to the went, went in the NFL draft this year. What you mean? Dad, it was so. You're telling me right now that Henry Ruggs would not would have been good only by himself, by himself. That you're telling me that Jerry Judy didn't take pressure off of him to perform. That's what you're telling. I'm me. not saying he did it, but you're talking about how that receiving core is just as good as this receiving core. You can't I say that. I didn't say that they were just as good. I'm telling you that that's what a team does. And if I got two guys, he averaged more yards a a catch than Julio did, and you're talking about double teaming Julio. The guy averaged because he got more yards per catch because. He didn't get thrown the ball that much. Uh, JT, that's a, uh, another fact that is not right. So Julio was thrown the ball. He had Julio had forty three receptions for five ninety six. Marquise had thirty one receptions for five twenty three. If you do some quick math, I'm just looking at numbers real fast. If you average it out per reception. Marquise Mays actually had more of an effect than Julio Jones did, and Julio Jones was a, is a top-flight receiver. So what you're telling me is, is that you're going to take away Julio, and then I'm still going to have another dynamic receiver on the field against a terrible defense. See, that, that's what you're – that's what y'all aren't, y'all aren't giving any ground on. It's like I can see if y'all are telling me that I got to go up against the Texas defense with J.J. White coming at Greg McElroy. I can see that if you tell me that Javon, Jav- uh, whatever it is, Clowney is coming off the edge and coming, f- okay, then I see what you, you know. Javon Clowney's not with the Texans anymore. I, I get <laughs> that he's in Seattle. I'm just gonna throw that I out there. Understand? No, he's not even with them anymore. He was there for just the season. He's a free agent. Okay, right anyway, he'll land somewhere. But that's what I'm trying to get you to understand. There's no DN monsters that you're that you that I'm worried about. So basically, my offensive line has got to hold the front a normal two and a half seconds for me to get the ball off against that team. 
Like, it's not rocket scientists. I got the better defense pound for pound, and you're telling me that I have a chance with my offense. That's basically what the 2009 Alabama Crimson Tide team was built off of. Our defense was so superior that our offense was just like, okay, what's going to happen? And I'll take that over a dominant offense and a so-so defense. I'm not going to have a shootout. That's just me. So, Solo, question. Um, What would you say is a good sack? total for a player um in the nfl over the course of a season uh, over the course of a season i i don't know i'm gonna say well how many sets did jj Watt have that that's a good set that's a good set good set total i'd say 10 yeah but okay i'll go with that they they have a a defensive end linebacker whatever um he's more linebacker so we got a than linebacker DM, in my opinion who put up six sacks? Ooh, he put, he put up season. six sacks. Six sacks. Six sacks. Who yeah, are the sacks? Six on? Sacks. Can we look that is up? That... Can we look up who the sacks were on? What teams? Difficult. Because if the but... sacks came against subpar five hundred teams, they don't count to me. Because JJ Watt. Okay. No, these are okay. Still, these are still no. NFL Now we got to skip Bayless in this yeah, crew. Yeah, now we got to skip. Don't ba- don't ever compare me to Skip freaking Bayless. Don't ever do that. Because Skip Bayless thinks that LeBron James is not the greatest basketball player alive. He is smoking something very strong. Not. Well, he is now, dang. RIP Kobe. Like, let, like, like, come on, like, let's be real. Let, let's be 100%. But yeah, no. Hey, JT, so you're telling me here's here's a his okay so you have a son right jt you have a kid right your kid i i don't have a kid right okay, now no i'm just I, saying I, down the line you got a you got a son right you're gonna have a son we're gonna, we're gonna say we're gonna say the, let's hope i have a son Lee, let's say let's, Lee, be... let's say leo four comes out okay leo four is playing on your football team okay leo yes. leo four has four sacks in one game against the team that's O and 12 and then for the rest of the season, he has two sacks against teams that are winning eight plus more games. Do you are you're telling me you as a football aficionado, are you going to give your son as much credit for those four sacks as you are for those two? And I already know your answer. If you're being honest, tell me the truth. Well, first of all, it depends on the end of the day. Who else do I have on that line? Because. If he's the only guy on my on my defense defensive line that that is worth a damn, then getting four sacks against any team because they're obviously going to double team him the entire night. It doesn't matter who JT, you're we're talking about. You if that's your only team. guy, no, I'm not saying that's your only guy. If, oh, if we got a balanced team, okay, yeah, you got a balanced no, team. then it's we're, we're giving you a balanced team. Like and we're just, we're being fair. Like we're saying, solo. Don't don't forget these sub 500 teams you're talking about are still 10 times better than any talent that Alabama that's false that and I'm not I'm not don't, giving you don't, that don't. I'm not giving you that because I'm not I'm not taking so that. you're saying that a college roster a college schedule is stronger than an NFL schedule depending on what conference you're in so you're telling me you're telling me that I like Let's just like okay. Let let's let me leave the boundaries of this argument. Let me take my 2009 team and let me put them in the Dagum Conference where the Patriots have been with the Dolphins and the Bills and who else is in that conference? It's the Patriots, the, the Bills. Who else? The Jets. The, JT. Lamores. Nobody circles the wagons like the y'all Buffalo are, Bills. Y'all are insane. You're telling me that the Patriots. The Patriots have had a hard time getting to where they are in that division. To 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 be fair, the Patriots backed Lamores, it up in the playoffs. Lamores, they got to be fair. is your size. Come on now. He, to no, be fair, y'all no, y'all not convincing okay, me of this. Okay, if we're going to go y'all with that argument, LeBron is trash too because he goes up against trash East. Oh opponents. my God, you really pulled that out your butt. You, you I you didn't go there. there. No, they went there. Yeah, the he East is trash, but as soon as he moved out west, everybody's wins went up because he wasn't there. So was it that the East was trash, or did LeBron make everybody trash? But that's an argument for another day. Going back to the football argument, once a freaking again, 
that goes to show you that all NFL rosters are not built the same. They're just, I mean, schedules are not built the same. Like the Patriots have been able to do pretty much. That's why they're not afraid of, of getting another quarterback right now. Cause Jason Stidham can probably win that division because that division is trash. Solo, we recognize all, all schedules. But that's what JT same. just said. That's what I'm, that's that, what you just said. You just said you're telling me that that's, NFL that's not, schedule. I'm just, not, I'm like, just, no, I'm like, just. Alabama's schedule in 2009 was five times harder than any Patriots schedule for the past like eight to nine years, regular season wise. You're, you're no, sick. you're sick. You're sick. I, I gotta play. I'm I gotta play the Bills I'm twice. Comparing, I gotta play the Jets twice. So, and I gotta. Play, and the, but, so, out, here, but you gotta here, also thing, remember so so that how they set up the schedule is you play outside of your conference. We can't control the conference. You play the number one, the the conference champ of every other division in the league. Not not as if so they're out they're out of conference schedule or out of the, out of. Uh, division schedule or not is a very hard schedule. They're playing the divisional champions of every single division in the league. Okay, that, that's okay. First of all, I'm not sitting there. Well, let's no, but no. Solo, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not gonna argue that JT. That is for 15 you minutes right, straight. You right. About you right. No, it ain't about nothing. It's about something. But JT, I will give you that. Your point is absolutely correct. But can we not be honest? That all you have to do is win your division in order to get to the playoffs. Is that not true? Solo, JT, here, could you answer my, my question, question. before Lamar's talk? Are the Can you answer my question real fast? Yes, and, and, you are correct okay. about that. Thank but you, but here's the thing. No, no, but here's <laughs> the thing, though. You're, the, to win your division is have the best record overall. It is not your, your divisional record. Correct. You're absolutely right. Once again... If all I got to do is, what, like, who are we playing the majority of? Are we playing the majority of the outside, or are we playing the majority in our in our division? Outside. Outside. So, like, I have one. By how many games? Solo. One, one easy. You play solo. six in-conference games out of your 16 games. So, 10 of your games who, are out of conf- out of division. We're, we're, solo, we are off track, off topic right now. Answer this one question for me. Who is a better team? Texas or a five and five Bills team or whatever it's not eight You're and eight about Bills Texas team. The, the oh nine from oh nine the ones the that played Alabama in the, in the 09, championship. You talking about completely? You talking the, about completely in the championship? Healthy. Completely healthy, yes. Completely healthy, Texas. Obviously, yes. Hands down. Wow. Texas. Wow. Hands down. Texas solo. Texas solo. Solo. There's no way you solo. can say that. Solo. I can perfectly. You're talking about playing boys against grown men. Okay. Solo. Y'all gonna have to. Y'all got to come in. I I love you, but the 2016 Cleveland Browns are they better than Auburn? Yes. From that. Yes. Then Auburn. Yes. So you talking about from 2009? Okay. Or Auburn's best team at all time. From two. From 2009. How much better? Mm, who who like, okay, y'all gonna have to refresh my memory. Where where were we at with, with Auburn at this point? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't keep up with that. Auburn Auburn had they were fielding um pointless people at this point. I don't even know these players. They went eight and five though. But my my point is, but you're you're being real ignorant and saying that. I didn't say they couldn't. I just listen. You asked me who I thought was better. I think Texas was better constructed and it was better coached. But we're not talking about coaches. I think pound for pound that the Texas players in 2009 could have went toe to toe with the Cleveland team. That's just how I feel. All right, JT. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Because (laughs) obviously this man doesn't understand football at all. So I'm 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 just going to tell you that Lamoris is right. Lamar's is 100% right. 2001 Miami team would beat and would be the closest thing to beating an NFL team. They, and I, I picked the team that they would beat would be also be the 2008 Detroit Lions because that team was so out of, out of whack that they had the number one overall pick the next season and they took Matthew Stafford, who, let's be honest, was a really solid quarterback, and they still won, what, three games that year? 
Yeah, they didn't win a lot. They were they were an irrelevant yeah, team, even with the top quarterback in the draft. But let's go back to that 2001 Hurricanes team. Their defense was stacked with Andre Roll, Sean Taylor. You had Vince Wilfork. You had Jonathan Vilma. And then looking at the two, the and yes, Ken Dorsey was not the best quarterback. But let's let's look at quarterbacks in the NFL that weren't that good, but they had a they had a great supporting cast around them that made them look really good. Number one example, Matt Castle. Team went eleven and five, and Matt Castle it wasn't even a starter in college. Oh, I have a, a great one, great quarterback, Greg McGill. Man, what a, we did. We already said he ain't what, what that. That's how we know y'all not listening. No, don't worry about. Oh, but like, look man. about. Look at what oh, what Ken Dorsey had around him. He had Jeremy Shockey, Clinton Portis, Willis McGahee, Frank Gore, Andre Johnson, Kellen Winslow. And 38 of these guys on this 2001 roster ended up getting drafted. NFL roster is 53 guys. You don't need a couple, you don't need that many more guys to fill out that roster. So, I mean, they basically had an NFL roster on that 2001 team. It's, it's plain and simple, easy enough. Go with them as the obvious choice for this. I think it, this is the, the most. Yes, I would give you, it is the obvious choice. The, but you know, you have other people who. No, I'm not a. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. First of all, don't get mad at me because your team can't can't even sniff an SEC title. That's one. Your other team can't even. Eat, ooh, I, we not even gonna get started on that. But all I like I said once again, all I'm gonna say is this, and then I'm gonna let it go. Is that yes? No one's no one's questioning the fact that they that the 2001 Hurricane team had the most talent out there like nobody's questioning that okay but once again i'm always going to go back to what we were saying you're saying take a team at that current point in time not knowing how their career is going to go on and take that team at that current point in time and play them up against a worse team and ask me what's going to happen i'm not saying that miami couldn't win that game they probably would but we're not just gonna sit here and say that the 2009 Alabama team went, couldn't even come close. I I would even argue to say that USC back in 2000 and what what was their run? What six to nine? No, six to uh eight. So yeah, somewhere in there, 2006, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Team, if you put Miami and USC in a game, that that's a coin flip. And if that game right there is a coin flip then that means that them playing against 2009 Bama is going to be a coin flip. So, to me, it's all – I didn't say it wouldn't be competitive, but I'm just saying if they got down in that game, they couldn't come I back. Mean, all I'm seeing, you're probably you're probably absolutely right. But once again, the way – They don't – I mean, that's because Miami has the guys that, the way that, that could come back. football was played back then, I mean, like, that's what we're saying. It's like you, you, you would, we would just have to square up and we would have to find out. I mean, it's like – Trying to say, you know, like I'm trying to think about who was the like that's like putting Jay Coker's Alabama team up against, you know, shoot, golly, who was I thinking about? Or putting him up against one of those uh those USC teams. Like Jay Coker wasn't a, a great quarterback, but look at all the weapons that he had around him. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. once again, it's like I get the fact that 2001, like it was a historical team. They had a bunch of good guys. But what I, what my biggest argument was for this moment right here was to take where they were in college and play them up against a NFL team at that present point in time. And to me personally, like I said, Miami had one of the best defenses of all time. Like, because of just the, the names that you hear. But for what they were going up against versus what Alabama went up against 2009, the opponents – I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't have any respect for ACC football. I just don't. I, I don't. They weren't in the S- they weren't in the ACC. Florida wasn't – I mean, not Florida. They, I mean, where was Miami then in 2001? They were, they were Big East, Big and East. Big East was good. Who was in Big East? Let's look at their their schedule from that. They played Penn State, Rutgers, Pitt, Troy, Florida State, 
West Virginia, Temple, Boston College, Syracuse, Washington, Virginia Tech, and then in the championship they played Nebraska. Florida State was 14th when they played them. Syracuse was 14th when they played them. Washington was 12th when they played them. Virginia Tech was 14th when they played them. Nebraska was 4th when they played them. Just want to throw out out there, the Big East won all of their bowl games that year as well. Like I said, it's fine. Like I said, if you want to take, like I said, easy, like that's fine with me. I'm still going to stick with my defense through and through. Oh, uh, we, just t- we just told you that it wasn't that easy. You're, you're acting like that was a cakewalk of a season. Listen, I said if you – You just said if you, you want to take the easy, easy not that's easy what you're schedule. saying. Listen, li- open your ears. Open your ears. Open your ears. Oh, God. Take the easy team, like the easy choice, saying that, yes, obviously because they had 26 or 21 guys go to the league, it's the easy choice. That's fine. Like I say, this is a debate podcast. If we all would have came on here and said 2001 Miami, this would have been a boring behind podcast. And I'm just giving you, because you and your fanboy over there both exactly said the exact same thing. What If I get on here and say the exact same thing, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, I gave Solo... Solo, I gave the popular vote. That's that's obvious. He found himself a dark horse too. Yeah, he, USC. He, he, I I still like seventy two USC. There we go. But see, everybody had completely. I'm saying y'all ain't gonna gang up on me just because I said that I'll take my that defense. No, oh, I'm sorry. Just because you're wrong, you go ahead and agree with JT. I'll take my defense and we'll be fine. But we just going to agree to disagree. I ain't gonna take the easy way out. That means, like, next time we should probably argue, like, let's argue best college football team of all time. And then, like, then we'll get into the same argument that we're doing right now, getting into arguments about eras and the way and the style of that which they played football. I mean, it's just – it's all subjective. Yeah, that's the whole point of a debate show. Okay. Good job. Look at us, educated people. Well, two of us are educated. I don't know about somebody else in this group. Now. You're the one that said James Harden was the best player in the NBA. You got no room to talk at all. <laughs> We're not talking about this week. We We're talking, talking about, about football. football. This week. Like I said, if we posed another question, it's just like, you know, it could be something different. But, I mean, everybody in their mind would go straight to that team because they knew how they turned out. We know how they turned out. Like, I mean, offensively, I could destroy that team with the weapons that Alabama had this year, no question. But defensively, we would probably get torn to shreds too. That's just, like I said, that's my argument. It's just, it's all subjective. I'll I'll just take defense and then I'll hang my hat on defenses and, you know, we'll see where the cards lie. All right. I guess that's, that's all we got today. Uh, what are we talking about next time? We want to talk about baseball next time? All right. All right. Let's talk about some cheaters. <laughs> yes. All right, y'all. That's that's the end of the, this week's podcast. We appreciate y'all listening in. We've been Georgia Bama coaches. I'm JT. We've got Solo and Glenn. Good night, Joe. <laughs>